we're gonna hit you with the bars real quick Hey, quarantine life, but my flow's still sick If I had a mate, I'd have a make you lemonade And I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans You the only girl I let a pay for only fans Podcast world, what's going on? It's the Suicide Logs episode 99. The producer lady is packing. The apartment is a mess. What is up? You look like you were going to show me something. Yeah. No? You just came in? What's up, podcast people? It's podcast time episode. It's time, guys. Yeah. We're getting out of here. have a whole room dedicated to you. Whole room dedicated to you? I never thought of it that way. I thought... I... Mm, proud of you guys i'm proud of if it wasn't for the podcast i wouldn't be able to have a room for you guys so we're at a couple thousand downloads a couple thousand downloads here since i started this i believe not that i'm letting it get to my head or anything it's just more of um i've been just i I guess i've just been kind of thinking i talk about it every fucking episode about like oh do i want to do this or not but it is kind of like Mm, it's weird I'll say that it's been weird it's been fun it's been weird I guess I feel like right now I shouldn't be doing a podcast I should be moving and stuff but I'm like huh it doesn't have to be an hour it doesn't have to be an hour it doesn't have to be the best quality I just kind of wanted to check in here for the people who do look forward to this uh that i'm here you know i'm making it happen even though there's there's so many things going on um and there was a couple things that i wanted to talk about that i've kind of like went through my head a couple of times but i just never really um um i I, I didn't really feel like oh shit it's it's all gonna slip my mind if i if i don't do anything about it right um, what happened in the past week since I last did a podcast? Well, one thing that happened is I bought a book. So, another thing to keep me busy. I got about 40 pages in, I believe. 40 pages into this book, so I'm pretty proud of myself for that. Um, I've just been doing some thinking about, like, you know, when was the last time I actually read a book? Not an audio book, not an, an like... After about 40 pages, I was like, do I want to read this or should I just get the audio book version? Then I downloaded Audible, but then I realized you have to have Amazon Prime, I believe, to use Audible. So that's money that I don't have. So I guess we're just going to have to do things the old-fashioned way and read. I'm reading this book. It's called Monster by Frank Peretti. And... uh it's interesting. It's tiring, dude. Like when I when I get through reading, I feel like I feel physically exhausted even though I'm just sitting and reading. And it's kind of like you know, reading and doing things that you're not used to is kind of like it's almost like working out. You know, your brain is a muscle. Is it technically a muscle? I don't know, but I like to consider your brain like a muscle. You can work out your biceps, you can work out your back, but what good is having um, what good is having muscles if the main thing that controls the muscles, aka your brain, 
isn't isn't getting the proper training so here i am dude first world problems talking about books being a new regimen that i'm incorporating into my training that sounds kind of weird i don't know but where am i getting yeah it sounds very adult i'm reading books now I was telling producer lady about the about the books that I like reading when I was younger. I feel like reading books is um Oh man, I got to break this down for you guys cuz I think it's kind of like interesting or maybe people haven't really thought of it this way, but it's like Okay, horror movies, you know. I I took I took a I took a drama class in college, but drama like was it stage acting? I think it was stage acting, but they talked a little bit about movies and stuff, and I remember them talking about horror movies and how horror movies are um, the easiest genre to make, but lately I've been feeling like horror movies have kind of been sucking, so I feel like, well, if it's so easy to make, why do they suck, right? Maybe they're so easy to make because they have a format and um, like a regimen that they run through for horror movies, you know, and I feel like that's a thing. Like when you watch a horror movie, you kind of expect to get scared, but then you think like, what? Oh, what route are we gonna go when it comes to scaring people? Are we gonna? We're gonna have this movie be about monsters. We're gonna have this movie be about aliens. We're gonna have this movie be about ghosts and spirits. You know, there's really only kind of like a handful of things that like slasher movies things like that uh but there's some movies that i feel like you know they they do a good job at adding a little bit of everything in it you know like I, the, the movies that are scary to me it's what the movies that are kind of like ah what the fuck is it or like ah what's going on the movies that make your imagination work and they say that, you know, for some of the most scariest scenes in movies, the scariest scenes are actually the ones that you don't see happen. Like, you're about to see someone's uh, head get chopped off or something. Like, they just show you the, 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 the scene right before something gruesome or horrific happens, and then it just cuts bl- cuts black or cuts to another scene because they, wanna, they, want, they want the viewer to figure it out for themselves and i guess nothing is more scarier than what goes on in your mind and uh yeah a lot of people uh i don't know about a lot of people well, who can i speak i don't really talk to people but i just kind of think like for myself um i guess i never really think about that i never really think about like how powerful the mind is and you know but it is true it is true that like things that you're scared of and and things like that it's it's all about your mind it's all about like uh your reaction to things like literally like an hour or two ago producer lady set the oven on fire because she was she clicked on this here's a word of advice for some of you guys i don't if you have an oven and it has a self-clean option on it you better hope that motherfucker is like somewhat wipe down get all the grease and shit off of it because when you do self-clean by the way none of this happened without my supervision i literally just get out of bed and start smelling things like what smells like something's burning but you know i trust in producer lady she's my producer so i was like don't trip i don't want to be that kind of guy's like i think something's on fire when it's not on fire but you know what i should have been because i was right i was like this doesn't smell good 
And when you do self-clean on an oven, it gets to 900 fucking degrees. And if you had told me that before I pressed that self-clean button, I'm, I'm not doing it. I do, I, when you say 900 degrees, dude, I don't, I don't trust it. <laughs> I can barely trust 500 degrees. You gonna tell me we're gonna turn the oven on to? We're just gonna burn all of the dirt that's in the oven? I'd rather grab a fucking spatula and just fucking scrap everything off, you know? Scrape everything off, whatever. Anyways, I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, my I guess it goes into like my brain and my reaction. Uh, I I saw flames. I saw flames inside the oven, and. I felt like I handled it all right. I felt like I did. I didn't freak out. My fight or flight kicked in, and it just turned into straight fight. Like I'm gonna fight this fucking fire. I went straight for the fire extinguisher. I started opening all the fucking doors. And you know, I feel like when I was younger, I would have had a little. Like if if I were to set the fucking oven on fire and I was 16 years old, I would have had this feeling of like. I'd be pay- I'd do like a whole 360 around the house. Just like, what do we do? What do we do? But now that I'm older and more mature, I just like my brain just goes into like, let's do what we're supposed to do. And whatever happens, fucking happens. And I feel like that's why I'm getting a house because I can fucking, you know, do shit like that. If you were, to- if I were to be like super successful at like 16 or whatever and just buy a house, and boy, would I catch a lot of things on fire. Trying to think, like, oh, I was telling producer lady, you know, like. And I've told a couple of buddies about this. There's two things that I never want to come home to. I never want to come home to my my woman in bed with another man. I'm all right with her being in bed with another woman. Depends on how what she looks like, you know. We've already went over that. Um. So yeah, I never want to come home from like work or something with my woman in bed with another man. And second, I don't know what's worse. I don't I don't want to come home from work to a whole fucking house on fire. Can you fucking imagine, dude? Like, what would you rather have? Would you rather have, like, your wife of a very long time just, like, cheat on you? I guess it really depends on, like, what was happening prior to that happening. Like, how your relationship was going. But how my relationship is going right now, like... It's just just as unexpected as coming home to my house on fucking fire. You know? And then I just start thinking about, you know, kids being irresponsible and shit. Like, that's another reason why I kind of don't want kids. Because it's like... I don't want a kid, and I'm working all fucking day, and I, uh, the only responsibilities I gave him while I was away at work is wash the dishes and take the steaks out to fucking thaw out, and he doesn't do that, and he just sets the house on fire, I don't know, now I understand, like, maybe why people kill themselves in their 40s, because maybe their kids just stress them the fuck out, you know what I mean, uh, sometimes I think, like, a big part of people killing themselves i feel like in this podcast i talk a lot about i talk a lot about you know people killing themselves because they're they're weak-minded or they don't know how to go about facing their problems and things like that but one thing that I, i mean i guess i've talked about it a little bit but i haven't said it this way but i think one thing that really you know, makes a difference in whether someone takes their lives or not, or the influence of other people's, you know, bullying, uh, parents that put too much pressure on their kids, you know, Asian parents that think an A stands for average, like there's no above average, and B stands for below average, you know, um, 
Uh, I, I want to say this, but I, I don't want to because I, this is just kind of off the top of my head. But, okay, I know for sure that the suicide rates in, like, Japan are higher. Right now? Or just, in just in general. Like, mo- it's more, like, in certain countries and stuff, suicide isn't really looked down upon as it is in America. Sometimes suicide in places like Japan and things like that, it's it's really just part of the culture. You know, you look at the samurai culture. Um... Uh, I used to have one of these things. You have two knife. You have two swords that you have at the house. You have one big sword that is meant for um, self defense. You know, if someone's trying to rob you or something. You've got a samurai sword, and then there's another smaller sword which is meant for you for when you dishonor your family or dishonor your um, your values or something. So every time you feel like you fucked up, <clears throat> you, you you take that sword and you you slice your stomach open. That's that's what Japanese people do. Learned that shit from my daddy too, by the way, before the internet taught me about it. Because uh, I used to have those things. And, uh, you know, I've talked to my father about, like, suicide and things like that. Even my mom never really told him that I was... I mean, I guess I had told my parents before that, like, yeah, if this and this doesn't happen, I'll just kill myself. Like, in a joking manner. But it always turned into just, like, they'd kind of scoff and be like, don't kill yourself, you know? Um, but I don't think my parents ever really, like, saw it as, like, a problem or anything. Like, damn, my kid t- keeps talking about he-, he needs to kill himself. Maybe we need to check him out. Uh, but I'm glad they they didn't. I felt like, you know, I could handle it myself and shit. And I did. Here I am. Buying a, buying a room just for you guys. Buying a, buying a studio just for you guys. Uh, and I'm going back and forth between getting video podcasts and things like that. But, you know, just something about audio just makes it so much easier, dude. I don't have to do my makeup and shit like that. Just kidding. I don't wear makeup. Nothing wrong with wearing makeup if you're a man. I don't want people to think anything about that either. Um, but me personally, dude, if I were to be wearing, if I were to like ever in my life, like regularly, put makeup on as if i'm like brushing my teeth like it was a part of my routine i feel like i've gone too far into this life to to just change it up to where i'm fucking wearing mascara and lipstick because it made me feel pretty i just feel like if i were like 35 and started doing that i'd take a long hard look at myself in the mirror and be like what happened you know like just really you just went all of this life as like a i mean is it gay is it like now we're gonna talk about like I mean, the definition of gay, right, is liking someone who's the same sex as you, right? Um, does it mean I like other men because I like to, you know, put eyeshadow on? Technically, no. Technically, no, but it's still gay in my book. You know, you can't you can't change my book, just like how you can't change the Bible. You know, I just, that's just, that's just... I guess if I were to say that to somebody, they'd just kind of like be like, well, why? Well, why? You know? I have a buddy. Oh, let me talk about this fucking buddy, dude. This buddy talks about like, you know, is it gay to have another woman like shove a dildo up your ass? You know, like it's not gay because it's a woman putting a dildo up your ass. But, and I've had so many people back me up on this. It's gay, dude. It's gay. Just because in my book, just putting a dildo up your ass, like, you can never say that and be straight. You can never do that and be straight. And uh, and I'm not dissing you. I'm not saying, you know, there's something wrong with you or anything. It's just, 
And then there's some people that are like, oh, well, yeah, you, maybe you haven't tried it yet, you know? And, you know, I have tried it. You know how I've tried it? I've thought about doing it. And just thinking about doing it makes me not want to do it. You know what I mean? I've always wanted to get my dick sucked by a woman, but I've never wanted to get my dick sucked by a man because, you know, the mustache is thicker. It's just different. Like, I want... I want to fuck a pretty face. Like, it didn't matter, like, how it felt or anything. I'm sorry. Anyways, what am I saying here? I'm talking about... Okay, so before I had ever... Before I had... Before I had ever got my dick sucked ever in my life by a woman. I knew I wanted it. I knew I wanted it, but I didn't know what it felt like. I had also never been fucked in the ass by another man, but I knew I didn't want it. You know what I mean? It's just... There's certain things that you know that you want and don't. I know I wanted a house. I know I wanted a house, but have I ever owned a house? No. I've had somebody help me buy a house before, but that's a different fucking story. This is all this is all the podcast right here. Anyways, dude, so yeah, uh, that buddy that I was talking about who thinks it's not gay to have another woman put a dildo up your ass. I talked to him on the phone <laughs> yesterday and close friend of mine man and i don't know sometimes he'll call me when i'm just like in the middle of doing stuff and he'll say things and i feel like this this goes for anyone who's like my friend and i'm not in podcast mode or i mean i'm sorry anyone who is my friend that i talk to regularly on the phone or people who reach out to me and stuff sometimes i'm not focused sometimes i didn't have enough water in my system maybe i was feeling sick like my allergies have been through the fucking roof but anyways, man, um, friend calls me up, and he starts talking about, yeah, I got high, smoked a fat bowl, probably had some coffee in him, probably had some caffeine in him, and he, he made a home gym, it's pretty cool, it's a pretty cool home gym, and he just started talking about, yeah, man, like, this might be a little personal, but, and I would, the way he said it made it felt like he was being, like, vulnerable to me, I'm not gonna say his name or anything, but, you know, he knows who he is, if, what it is, but, um, you know, now, now that I really think about it, I felt like, huh, that's actually kind of, like, cool that he felt comfortable with sharing something that was, like, personal to him or maybe just, like, I think he said this might be TMI or something, but he basically said, yeah, man, again, not in the right headspace to, like, have someone share the, these things with me, but he said, um, he said he was working out and crying, and then I was like, what do you mean like you're just you're just working and prior to you know he said he smoked a bowl probably had some caffeine and the endorphins of working out the mixture of having thc in you and working out does something to the brain and he just he he was just crying and squatting and i was like uh are you crying because you know the workout is so painful are you crying because He's like, sometimes, man, sometimes, you know, you're just so full of emotion. You just, you, you just, I'm, nah, man, I'm just, tears coming down my eyes while I'm squatting. And so, yeah, that flew right over my head. <laughs> and, and But now that it's a day later and I'm thinking about it, like, huh, I don't know, man, maybe you need to see a therapist or something. But I've never cried work, like, I've never casually just cried work. Let me know, dude. Am I missing out? I don't know. Well, I've, I've never cried like working out i have cried working out but maybe it's because i was like emotionally upset or something or i've definitely cried because there was hard workouts for sure and now when i think back at those that's very embarrassing does everyone need to like have a good cry while they're working out like because they worked out so hard or are you just pushing it 
because I think of all the times when I was younger doing like martial arts and things and the people who were teaching me would just push me so much and I just kind of think back like did did that benefit me did that benefit me and I do this thing now I'm going to talk about my like workout regimen or something that I feel is a good balance to working out I feel like every now and then you owe it to yourself to just fucking redline it, just to push it. Every now and then, you know. Um, I tried getting back into skateboarding last week, and I was talking to my best friend about it. He was saying, yeah, you know, skateboarding is good exercise, but I'm not that committed to learn that tray flip. But then, you know, skateboarding is also dangerous. I'm getting older. I'm 26. Uh, Last year, I tried getting back into skateboarding, and I... I fell. I had fallen just doing a straight up kickflip and I fell on my wrist and my wrist hurt for like two months straight and it got me thinking like maybe I'm too old for this. But then you look at people like Tony Hawk. He's fucking what? 70 years old still doing 900s and McTwists and it just, you know, but that's his job. That's like him being a skateboarder is what got him to the dance. And lately, I've just been kind of living my life of like, let's do something safe. Let's just clean the oven and not turn it to 900 degrees because things might catch on fire. So, whatever. I just, you know, I I think I'd rather just do a podcast than be a professional skateboarder. When I was younger, I remember I wanted to do, I wanted to do skateboarding. You know, I wanted to be on the X Games or something. I wanted to be on X Games mode. I I wanted to live my life as if I was always on X Games mode. Um, but it's just, you know, I think I just wasn't ready to feel beat the fuck up all the time. I just I don't think I think I value feeling good and and just like I feel good about drinking a lot of water than landing some insane stunt. You know, it felt good. I saw. I was taking a walk, and I saw some some kids skateboarding. They were kids. They probably looked like they were in like early high school or something. You know, nothing to do because of COVID in California. So, I asked them. I was like, "Hey, let me do a kickflip. Can I do a kickflip?" And they were like, "Yeah, if you can." You know, just hella doubting the older the older fucking cat. You know. And I went for the kickflip, and then I just completely just embarrassed myself because I flicked it, but the flick just missed the board. So, like, it, you know, for, for those of you who are skaters, you fucking know what I'm talking about. When you go to flick the board and you completely miss and you just if, think of it as, like, airballing it in fucking basketball. That's basically what I did, but in, in skateboard terms. But then I got a second attempt. I was like, no, 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 I didn't flick. There was no flick in that one. And then I flicked it and caught that shit so fucking beautifully second try and i just it felt so good first kickflip of the year um but yeah man i just uh i don't know what's going on with the podcast dude i don't know like sometimes i want to change the name but then sometimes i kind of think like you know what man this is, this is what got me to the dance man you got to remember that you were feeling down at one point um and you just have to keep working towards, you know, recovering from how you feel and shit like that. I just kind of been talking to closer friends of mine and like suicidal thoughts and the darkness and things like that in their life. And, um, you know, I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you guys on the podcast what I told somebody um, yesterday, you know, uh, you, 
because we talk about the past a lot. I was thinking about getting a buddy on here. Thinking about getting a a bunch of guests on here, but I think like one that might be, I'm trying I'm trying to get an ex marine on. That'd be that'd be interesting. Because they they went off on on Twitter about like their experience being a marine and uh, their conspiracy theories and things like that. And I was like, you know what, dude? No one no one gives a fuck about it being on Twitter, dude. You got to come up on a podcast and say that shit with your words. You know, nobody's fucking listening to your stories you put up. You got to put that shit up there and let people know, hey man, I got some real fucking shit to say. And I used to be like that, man. I used to go off on rants on Twitter, like, hey, listen to me. You know. I grew up Asian, this and that, this and that, but nobody listens, you know, so sometimes I just feel like, you know, if you really want to pay attention, you really want to be invested in what I got to say, or you, you like it, or if I feel like my shit is powerful, or, you know, I really have something worth some value to share, I, I, I invest in this podcast and make something of it, but uh, yeah, I think about getting the Marine on, might be the first guest in the new house, in the new studio, we will see, um, but yeah, I was talking, I was, like, I confronted another friend who had beef with the ex-marine, and then I, like, we were talking about, like, shit that happened when we had the old podcast, the flow show, and kind of the reason why I like doing my own podcast is just, like, I don't like getting in other people's fucking business, or, like, um, beefs, or whatever, so then I started talking to him, and we started talking about, like, the past of, like, you know, three years ago, four years ago, maybe I should have bought a house four years ago, things like that. It probably would have been probably been been really scary if I bought a house when I was like what, twenty one or twenty two, but uh when I if I had known what the future would have looked like with COVID and everything, it probably would have paid off. But hey, I'm not mad at myself. Uh I knew I wasn't ready back then, especially even emotionally and all this stuff, but now I feel good. I feel ready. Um I feel busy. See, that's the thing. I don't feel like... I'm definitely excited, uh, but I don't feel like worried or anything. Like, am I making the right decision? If anything, I just feel busy. And I just can't wait to be a little less busy so I don't have much going on in my mind. Because I already got a lot going on in my mind right now, as you can tell. Went 26 minutes on the podcast without a woosah. Yeah, no woosaws anymore. I'm going to try to take less woosaws in life and uh, just get down. Just get down to the brass tax. Shout out to the brass tax podcast. Shout out. Okay. Shout out to Elmer, the over the fence podcast. He said he'd probably put me in for March. And that's a big deal to me because he had he's working on getting Joey Diaz on his podcast. He had Lee Syed on his podcast. And the fact that he reached third. I guess he kind of did reach out to me because he followed me. I don't know how the fuck he found me, but, you know, the fact that we're going back and forth and, like, he's a comedian from California and uh, it's nice. It's nice. A part of me is just I'm kind of I'm not worried, but I'm, like, curious. I wonder if he's if he wants me to um, pay him to be on his podcast, you know? And I will decline. I will decline. Like, it, um, I don't know. Maybe I'll spend some money. But it depends. Like, how does it work? How does it work when other people get on other people's podcasts, like comedians and things like that? Is there a business or is it just kind of like, hey, yeah, hey, come over. Let's have some fun, you know? Because that's how I want to be. I don't want to be like, oh, if you want to get on the Suicide Logs podcast, there's a $500 fee. You have to sign this waiver. Yeah, on some little beach. Oh, fucking A. 
I want to get Lil B on the podcast, dude. I would like to. First, I would like to fight him, and then I'd like to just just scrap it, you know, or just like squash the beef. Um, he just did me dirty, dude, and I feel kind of disrespected. But then, I, as I really started thinking about like the whole Lil B thing, how can you, how can you really take him serious? Listen to his lyrics. Listen to like everything he does. It's kind of a no-brainer that he is the way he is. Um, but I don't know him personally like that. We just had a couple of uh, incidents. And uh, that's that. I, ta- I tell a lot of people about it like personally. I guess I haven't really like... I kind of publicly came out with it a little bit on Instagram. Just kind of showed the screenshots. And for those of you who don't know... I think I even said it on the Predwatch podcast and some other things. But basically, Lil B just kind of tried to scam me. I shared something with him. And then I think after years, he finally saw the DM. And I, I had made a I made a, a music video. Like, how old was I? I was probably like 18 when I made this. And it was just uh, like a Lil B influence. I, kinda, I basically just took his fucking swag. Or like bit off his swag. I called myself Lil M. Called myself the Asian bass god. Things like that. Um, Took a while for him to see that video probably. But from my understanding. It looks like he finally found the video. Then was talking about bro let's collab. Blah 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 blah. Send me his. his, um, Send me his email. Personal email and stuff. And I even got his number. And we started texting back and forth a little bit. Even talked on the phone. But then it just kind of turned into, I don't know, he just kind of flipped this switch of like, I need $400. No, it wasn't even like that. He he was he was just basically like, look, man, um, since you're from where I'm from, blah, 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 I'm going to give you a discount. You know, you pay me what you think I deserve. And, uh, you know what, man? I was willing to give Lil B $400 to work with him. And when I put that money out there, he just kind of, like, flipped into, like, send the money now, send the money here, send the money this. And then, you know, I was trying to tell him my ideas on, like, what I wanted to do. Um... And then it just, like, I tried FaceTiming and calling him, and then he just started talking about, no, man, I can't FaceTime, can't call, da-da-da-da-da. And then um, he was like, bro, stop trying to pull one over on me. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? I just want to talk about, like, this business. And then he's like, are you sending the money, yes or no? And then it just turned into him blocking me and blocking my number and... You know, I don't like that. then I looked more into it on, like, Reddit and stuff, and I guess Lil B has, like tried to scam other rappers from just like all over um would would make him make him send money and he would like try to pretend yeah i'm working on it i'm working on it but once people started getting pushy on it like he would just kind of be like fuck your song da 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 and just uh block them and steal their money so i don't know a part of me just you know i don't like that I don't like, like, that, that's just not cool. That's just not based. But who am I to say what based is? He's the one who made that shit up, right? So I'd rather just kind of, like, opt out on the 
on the little beast stuff it's very disappointing you know never meet your heroes right for those of you who knew me from like high school and shit like you know little b was like a big fucking deal when i was in high school even in middle school you know he was in the pack and shit but anyways that's enough that's enough with the whole little b thing at this point i just kind of want to ignore it you know like it's not i don't want to cancel this guy or anything but i i do just want to make it aware like don't get scammed by him i don't know what he's up to i guess it just kind of irritates me when people post his old shit the music was good it was funny it was what i liked i even saw somebody posted uh i guess something that's going on is like that you had had to have been there stuff and someone posted a little be like a martian video and um Krayshawn quoted it, and I've been known this, that Krayshawn was the one who filmed the Like a Martian video, and it was filmed at Krayshawn's house, and and then I remember Krayshawn and Lil B had beef, and it was just kind of like, now Krayshawn owes her record label 800k before she could make money off Gucci Gucci, and it's just kind of, you know, the music industry seems very shady, and I always knew it was shady. I just kind of thought to myself when I was younger, yeah, it's shady, but you know, you just gotta, you just gotta find a way to work the system and not be uh, caught up in their in their tactics and stuff. But now that I'm older, I just kind of understand like why are things shady? Period. You know, that's not cool, and that's something that like it, it made me think like, hey, you know what? I just I don't want to be. I don't want to be controlled, you know, I don't want to be controlled by some fucking big company or something like, hey, you got to say this, you got to say that, to, we think this is funny, I don't want people telling me what to do, I just want to work with a handful of like-minded people, um, and I feel like even that would be difficult, you know, I would just feel like the more people you work with, the more the more drama there is, you know, and I'm, I'm drama free, but uh what else is going on? I'm getting a text from my buddy over here that's talking about crying when he works out. So let's see what he said. I think it might be uh, it might be a screenshot. Screenshot, and this guy's always having trouble fucking dating and stuff. I'm not trying to put him on blast, but um, let's see here. What is going on, Brian? Okay, what is he on? Is my friend going gay? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So he's pretending to be a female on Hinged to see. Oh, this is interesting. Let me text him. Let me. Okay, so for, to my understanding, my, my buddy is on Hinged. Like I was saying, he's always on these dating websites. And as a man, it just doesn't work out. Oh, I just farted. Fucking stinks. Um, so I guess now he's on Hinged as a woman. Let me ask him, what pictures are you using? Uh, what pics are you using? So yeah, he's on Hinge as a woman, and he just sent me someone who matched with him. An hour of an hour of being on the female side of Hinge will report back in 30. So I got to wait 30 minutes for him to report back. And so yeah, he just matched with this, this gentleman named Brian, who looks like a doctor, but he also looks like he could be my little brother. He's wearing scrubs. Check it out, sweet. This is Brian. Just matched with our buddy here. 
I would hate to be on a dating website, dude. I'm so glad that I got in a relationship before Tinder and all that shit was a thing. Because it just seems stressful, dude. I feel like it's harder to get a fucking date on, like, Tinder or whatever than, than it is to get a fucking job. You know, like, it. when I think of people who are on dating websites, I think of it as people who are on fucking, like, Glassdoor and Indeed or, um... What's that one thing that people fucking like to use? What is that thing that people do use? It's like a social media, but it's for people who want to, like, network. But to me, it just looks like a social media of people who like to flex their achievements. Like, oh, I, I interned here, and I have this degree here, and I'm looking for... God damn it, what is it called? See, I, I don't know what it's called because I don't even fucking use it. But um, just start a podcast, dude. Just start a business. Stop asking people. Trying, trying to see the competition... I don't know what's... Oh, this dude's... Ah. Alright. Well, anyways, man. I'm just I'm just glad that I don't have to deal with that fucking drama, dude. Like, I have a clear conscience of, like... You know... And I, and I feel like this... Is, oh, okay. What is this? Oh, wow. He's trying to be an Asian girl. Bro, that is so that's so weird. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Oh, he's trying to say that they're a nurse. Jeez. What's his goal? Why is he doing that? He just okay. He said he's trying to see the competition, so he's pretending to be a girl to see who matches him to see what he's up against. You know what wow. I mean? Which is not bad. What? Let me. Wow, dude. This guy has time on his fucking hands. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Uh. This is funny. This is funny. <laughs> uh. Anyways, yeah, man. I just feel like even if you're single, dude. Uh, what man or female? I feel like a problem that people people my age are having and i'm just calling it how i see it i could be i could be wrong but it just kind of looks like everyone is trying a little too hard to impress other people or get validation and i understand that i understand that some people have to peacock a little bit to stand out more to maybe like uh reel in them hoes you know get a good catch but um, you want to have a good balance. You have to be authentic, dude. Because the last thing you want to do is try to like build up this resume that you cannot keep up with, and then get a get a girl that like, or 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 just get a girl who doesn't really like you for who you are. You know, a girl just wants you for your status and what you can provide and things like that. And you know. I feel like the best case scenario is two people meeting each other who can already somewhat provide for themselves or they've got their head on their shoulders. They've, they're confident in who they are. They Because, I don't know, sometimes when I see people who who try a little too hard to, to let people know, like, oh, I'm going out, stepping out, look at my turtleneck, things like that, you know, it just seems kind of like I, I don't get impressed. I just see insecurity when I see people who just try a little too hard of like, 
Look at what I can. Look at how much better I am than other people. Look at how all I uh, hard work, never stopping, consistency, good genetics, things like that. It's just kind of like a. I could see how other people fall for it, but at this, through my eyes, all I see is look at me, look at me, look at me. Please pay attention to me. Yeah, you know. But it's like I still want a fucking house. It's not like I'm getting a house because it's like. You know, I want people to be like, look at me. I'm getting what I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, bro, yeah, I'm getting this, but you're not fucking invited. All you can see is the fucking pictures. You know what I mean? So it's like, I like to just kind of be from afar, but it just seems like, I don't know, man. I just see things on Twitter just that are just very like people, people are just getting lonely, but I, I guess I understand it. Jesus, I understand it because it's a pandemic. There's a side of people that are having kids and and fucking doing families and shit like that and you know yeah making 6 years of memories and relationships and things like that and then there's some people that are 27 years old but mentally when it comes to being in a relationship and stuff they're still 18 and it's just kind of like good luck to you Good luck to you because it's never too late. It's never too late to kill yourself. Just go. Just joking. Just joking. This is a comedy podcast. Um, yeah. You can do what you want. I'm just here to tell you that I don't think it's a good idea. That's all I got to say. And lately, I don't know. I just feel like I've been kind of coming off as rude on this podcast. But then I guess that's me. Again, working on fixing my attitude. I guess that's my um, that was my homework that I had for you guys last episode, and I tried to make an episode on I believe Wednesday, but I don't know what happened. I just wasn't. Oh, I was really sick on Wednesday, wasn't I? Yeah, I had like a headache. wasn't feeling too good. Might have had COVID nineteen. She could hardly breathe. <laughs> oh, not the one. But uh, I feel a little bit better today. My allergy, I, I, I feel like I'm a little congested because of allergies and things like that. But uh, what did I want to say? Uh, I, okay, so with my attitude, I feel like there hasn't really been too many things to kind of set me off. But I also feel like I could have done a better job at having a better attitude. But I feel like physically feeling sick and just not overall just not really feeling too well and feeling under the weather kind of... I think I did all right for the week. I did all right with fixing my attitude. What was the what was the most upset I've been all week, sweet? Just being sick. I feel like I just I've just been sick and just being irritated that I've been sick. Yeah, pretty much. But really been pissed off. Yeah, I don't think I've like yelled at anybody. I don't think I've fucking you know. And that's that thing, that's that men's mental health, you know, it's usually the men who are, you know, punching holes in walls and being fucking, you know, and, you know, there's not really much women who, women are more like emotional assassins, you know, women are just fucking, I don't know, I feel like women always kind of just have the upper hand of like, well, if I'm upset, then that means, um, you know, happy wife, happy life. You're not obeying by that. But it always seems like when men are upset, everyone around them just like, hopefully he gets fucking over it. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't really seem like 
people check in on men like hey are y'all right or he's like it just seems like all it takes is the guy to be like i'm not feeling good for everyone to be like oh okay he's not feeling good but besides that like if something's irritating them uh like i see it all the time i see it with my parents i see it in other people's parents like every time the man is upset it doesn't fucking matter they just kind of like well you know at least my wife is happy you know we're going we're going to the store even though i wanted to sleep in today or some bullshit like that but if the wife is upset everyone's like "Ooh, you're not being a good partner look at how upset she is or her arms are crossed she looks like she's pouting pouting wow you must be a shitty husband but when it's the opposite it's like man why is he such a fucking brat you know i feel like that's a double standard I think it's a double standard. I feel like people people care more about when women are upset rather than when a man is upset, which is why men kill themselves more than women do. Hey man, I I'm just speaking I'm just speaking the evidence that I see and I just kind of put things together. Oop. <clears throat> Maybe I need a wusa. I just put things together with what I see. Like there's got to be a reason why men kill themselves more than women, right? And I feel like Oh, men kill themselves. Yes. More women women say they, uh, they want to kill themselves but women are more likely to not pull through with it men are actually more likely to pull through with their suicide um so yeah man it's just like but i'm not trying to be like ah yeah girls fucking suck you know i'm, I'm sure women have their issues and things too it's just kind of hard for me to really um you know support not support you guys like i feel like those that's a wrong choice of words but uh provide intel off of experience because i am not a woman i identify as a man and i'm also biologically a man so that's kind of a double whammy for me some people have those fucking issues going on dude some people you know they're biologically something that they don't want to be and it just it bothers it bothers them that much that i don't know we're in this world yeah well i read that when i first started doing this podcast but um it makes sense dude like you ever think about how come there's like we were just uh listening to the lights out podcast talking about the uh the mandalay bay vegas shooter who shot up that festival that was like three years ago but i was thinking about like three years ago uh coming up on four it'll be four years in october but um has there ever been like a woman mass shooter you know, like a man, there probably has been, but it's super rare. You know what I mean? Like, what's up with the pattern with men and violence? Like, men are trash, you know? So, I guess, like, maybe that's why people don't cut men some slack because we do so much horrible shit. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, maybe men do horrible shit because they're not treated fairly. But then at the same time, okay, so my firefighter buddies, they they seem like really bitter men like they're fucking uh misogynistic around women because they 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 always get angry about like i wish i could have an only fans and just take picture of my feet and have my rent paid and like they 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 always sound they always no no they sound super bitter about it but what i'm trying to say and this is gonna sound fucked up because i'm saying it to a woman but it was funny to us guys saying it. i was like yeah you can say that it's unfair that they could make hella money on only fans and stuff but at the end of the day would you're still a man wouldn't you rather still be a man and they they all just kind of pause and they're like yeah that's true <laughs> dude i'm happy being a man with all the things that i say oh it's not fair and that at the end of the day i'd rather be a man i i just would so that's why i just kind of think you know what maybe 
maybe that's why there are certain things that don't seem fair but i'll take it dude i'll take it like sure okay maybe people don't give a fuck about men's feelings and their mental health as much but at the end of the day i'm still a fucking man and being a man kind of rocks so i feel like from a woman's perspective if the if like I don't know. Maybe I'm just proud to be a guy, but maybe there's like women who would much rather be a woman rather than a man. But hey, man, I see more lesbians out there. I see more women like. Yeah, I, I that's good. That's good. But I feel like women also just feel kind of like men have it easier. We've had this debate a couple of times on like who really has it easier. Um, I feel like. I feel like see things balance out because i was about to say something like i feel like men physically have it harder but they're not the ones who give birth and then i was gonna say like i feel like women emotionally have it harder but that could just be like with the wiring of the brain and everything with just like how they handle things and i feel like men men do (sighs) there's like stoicism in men and men don't really like Maybe they just don't feel as much as women do when it comes to emotions, and they just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like men have like feel emotions, but they don't. Like a big majority of men don't know how to deal with their emotions correctly, so they take it out by going to jail and and shit like that. You know, by just doing fucking bad. But I feel like when women have like emotional issues, they let it out. They listen to fucking Doctor Oz and shit like that. But like with men. I'm feeling this new like oh wow I get to explore my emotions and figure out who I am especially with the fucking podcast world and things like that like I feel like women don't really listen to podcasts as much as men do and it's interesting that like I I think I don't know I don't know everyone's got their own thing I it's hard for me to speak on the general public and and, and population because um, I'm in my own little world here and uh i definitely feel like i don't get out that much for me to like study people and things like that so that's why we're gonna get an ex-marine on who's probably been around the world and could answer these things he's also been single like half and half he's probably dated more women than i've ever fucking said hi to in my life so like he's 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 like the complete opposite of me in a sense so hopefully we'll get him on but yeah, I want to get off. I think I'm going to get off. I don't really know what I was saying here. I just kind of thought I'd check in with you guys and uh, ponder a bit. Ponder a bit, eh? There were some things I wanted to say. I was re- oh, well, yeah, I was reading this book. Let me see what page I'm on on this book, you know? There's like 400 fucking pages in this book. I'm a little overwhelmed. Uh, but it was getting good, dude. I was reading it. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't like, stop. Yeah, I'm on chapter 3. Page 43, so I was thinking maybe I'll read the fucking book on the podcast or whatever, but I I would just, yeah, I was just, I'll just give you guys a synopsis of the, of the book. Uh, Let me know if you want to hear it. So basically this book is about a couple who are hiking somewhere in Idaho, but they like plan some kind of like resort, retreat, vacation lots of like hiking and being in the wilderness and camping and they were supposed to meet up with their old friends of theirs and there is um noises going on there's there's 
creepy shit. People think it's Bigfoot. People think it's wolves. I don't know. There's really crazy sounds going on. And the part where I'm at is um, the man's wife gets snatched up by whatever thing it was. Uh, monster or whatever. And once I ended that chapter, I started thinking, what if it's aliens, dude? What if it's fucking aliens? Just, you know? So, that's where I'm at. If you want me to listen, if you want me to read it out, just let me know. But that is that, guys. That's the podcast. And episode, you think so? You've been listening for most of this, huh? Episode 99. And most likely, guys, episode 100 is going to be at the new studio, new house. So... I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on from here. I just feel fucking fortunate that I was able to do this right now. Because um, there's not much time that you have in life, dude. There's not much time that you have, especially when you're a very busy guy. Do you, do you consider us busy people, sweet? Are we busy? I think I'm a pretty busy guy. And, uh... Oh, oh wow, look, look. It's been about 30 minutes. <sighs> No, no uh, we're on like fifty something minutes, but it's thirty minutes since he made, since he made um, that account, and people are getting at him. So let's see, made it to Forbes thirty under thirty, then eventually opened up my own pediatric clinic in Newport. Retire in, retire in, oh, a life goal of mine, make it to Forbes thirty under thirty. Then eventually open up my own pediatric clinic. Retire in Monaco. I can't even see it, bro. He's just... I don't know, man. That that shit, that, that shit is very uh, intimidating. I just... Uh, good luck to that guy. I mean, maybe he's just... Maybe this is just how I read things. But it's like people just... Maybe he's lonely. Maybe he doesn't care about finding a partner. But if you're on Hinged... And you're putting your life goals up there for everybody to see. And you're, you're just looking for somebody. Who knows, man? People find people all the time. You know, we know a family member who met their wife on, on Tinder. You know, shit I, shit, I met Producer Lady online. You know, I guess it's just like when, you, when you're on it for so long. And I guess I just think about my buddy over here because he's been, dude, this guy's been on Tinder since that fucking app dropped, you know? And it's like he's had a little bit of success, but now he's just at the point where he's just kind of nitpicking, like, what's wrong with everybody? And um, and girls don't want to give him time of the day or time of day. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. When I see shit like that, I'm like, shit, dude. That sounds like a lot of my feelings getting hurt right there. I'd rather just not even take the risk and get my feelings hurt. And I would just, just lock myself in the door and play Xbox all day. I feel like I could do that. But I don't know. Who knows how long it, it will be if I'm just like doing what I want to do all day until I'm like, fuck, I got to talk to somebody. I got to tell somebody my feelings. <laughs> but hey, man, that's what I got a fucking podcast for too, dude. I'm not here tr- looking to fucking date people on my podcast. I'm just here speaking my fucking mind. Like it or not. He's typing. He's typing. Before he before we get off here, let's see what he's typing and then we'll let you guys know. But uh no one really said anything about what you think about video podcasts or whatever. Nobody ever fucking says anything. Uh the emails have kind of been slowing down a little bit. I think. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't fucking know. Crystal Leah's back. 
He's the Lewis back. He posted a couple things of his kid. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I was looking up a video yesterday of uh, what happened. What happened to uh, Brandon? Brandon DiCurio or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know, but he was from Viva La Bam and all that stuff. And he didn't want to be in the first Jackass movie because he just didn't want to be famous or whatever. And he just lives a normal life, has a wife and kids and. You know, sometimes I think about that. Sometimes I think about what if I just completely erased myself from from the internet. But I like to use the internet basically as just like a storage place to just kind of, not even if it's for anybody, I just like it for my own memories. Like I like going through something and scrolling down and seeing, oh yeah, yeah, this and that. I forgot that shit happened, you know. I like taking pictures and shit. And it's like I forget to look through my camera roll i just like to post and look at the things that i wanted to post that made it up there but that's the thing uh there's a lot of dumb shit that i like like there's a lot of things i don't know there's some people that treat social media like it's a fucking dating app too you know they have their whole fucking resume up there and they they post like one picture a year but their only pictures they post up a year like them on vacation or some shit just to look all secretive and stuff and it's kind of like I don't know. When I see that, I just see like this person takes it a little too serious. Why don't you? Why don't you post something funny of you fucking picking your nose or something? That's just me. That's just me. Maybe some people are insecure. Maybe some people aren't. I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about specific people. Like no one even really pops in my head. It's just an accumulation of like everything that I see. Um. Okay. He stopped typing. So I guess I guess there was nothing to share. But all right then, you guys. No outro music today. No outro music today. Die? Just kidding. We'll throw front toward enemy on. Just kidding. <laughs> Goodbye. Episode 99 to an end.